Years ago, as a young scientist and inventor, I worked with Dr. Bob Moog, and together we gave the music world the first performance keyboards called Moog synthesizers. I learned to work with electrons and photons, tiny elements that were so small they cannot even be seen. Yet these invisible elements cause all electronic devices to work. This project caused me to ask the question, is there more to our universe than we can perceive through my senses? My search to learn more about physical reality and how it works led me to discover that quantum physics identifies a large part of our universe to be non-physical. I began to realize that the universe is greater than science has discovered or can even explain. Through quantum physics and spiritual revelation, the Holy Spirit confirmed keys to understanding physical reality. As you hear this article that was prepared for Elijah List magazine, allow the Holy Spirit to let you hear more than I say. I will be talking about seven keys to taking your quantum leap. Key number one, there is a non-physical reality. My studies in quantum mechanics led me to the works of Max Planck, Albert Einstein, Niels Bohr, and others. Here I learned that everything we see is a part of a vast ocean of infinitesimally small subatomic particles. Under certain conditions, these subatomic structures also take on the properties of invisible waves. When I learned that these waves or particles, which make up all matter, and that matter to blink in and out of existence by being observed by the experimenter, I was shaken to my core. How could it be that these invisible elements, which make up all matter, can be changed from particles to waves by how they are observed? This reality is beyond our human consciousness and our five senses. Or is it? All these particles and or waves appear to be connected. How can it be that every atomic and subatomic element is hooked up? Is this invisible world a part of the spiritual realm? I suppose the duality of matter being particles and waves, and how quantum mechanics attempts to explain this revolutionary idea, this changed me forever. It caused me to do my own research, which led to the convergence of quantum mechanics and my personal spiritual revelation. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. I was about to take my first quantum leap. 1 Corinthians in the Bible, chapter 1, verse 28 says, quote, God has chosen the things that are not, the invisible, to bring to naught things that are, the visible, end quote. This scripture makes sense only when you understand that at the atomic and subatomic level, everything is made up of atoms, which are frequencies of energies. These frequencies of energy are the voice of Jesus causing all things to be. Atoms are made up of subatomic particles. Subatomic particles are made up of superstrings, which are toroidal vortices of energy. Superstrings are tiny donut-shaped packets of energy that spin at a frequency or sing as in a pitch. None of this is real in this dimension because they exist only in state of possibility until someone observes them. Then at that observation, the potential becomes a thing, a particle or a wave, depending upon the observer. This quantum wave collapse caused by observation is called popping a quiff, Q-W-I-F-F. -F. 
this is your first step in taking a quantum leap. You can see or observe a God quiff, something God shows you that is not yet real in this dimension, and by observing or popping that quiff, cause that potential to become your reality. Be careful what you see, you're going to get it. Be careful what you say, you'll get that too. Popping a quiff is causing a wave function to collapse. Key number two is light is slowing down. The so-called spiritual realm operates above the speed of light. The physical realm, this dimension, this three-dimensional universe, has been shaped by its current limits by the fall of both Lucifer, Luke 10, 18, and man in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3, verse 7. When man fell, the speed of light slowed down. In the beginning, when God spoke the universe into existence, his entire bandwidth of glory was made physical. From his glory, all frequencies, and his voice, all frequencies expressed, all light, energy, and matter became. It is believed that the speed of light is 186,000 miles per second. Physicist Barry Sutterfield, mathematician Trevor Norman, and Canadian mathematician Alan Montgomery have measured light and proven that the speed of light is slowing down. That means that light may have been 10 to 30 percent faster in the time of Christ, twice as fast in the days of Solomon, and four times as fast in the days of Abraham. My friend Chuck Missler says, quote, that would imply that the velocity of light was more than 10 million times faster prior to 3000 BC. This possibility would also alter our concepts of time and the age of the universe. The universe might actually be less than 10,000 years old, end quote. Let the evolutionists put that in their 16 billion year old pipe and smoke it. That sounds like a quantum leap to me. Before the fall, God had created one realm, from gravity waves, the longest, slowest wave, to his glory, the full bandwidth of all of God's potential. This present human realm is made up through the electromagnetic spectrum up to the speed of light. The interesting point about the speed of light slowing down is that when Lucifer, the bearer of light, rebelled in heaven and was cursed or cast down, and I believe cast down from the frequencies of God's glory, he lost his bandwidth and fell down from his spiritual consciousness. In the garden, when mankind sinned or was cursed in the fall downward, they lost their upper bandwidth and consciousness as well. Light slowed down even more with the fall of man. Other biblical events suggest that the cosmos lost bandwidth. Noah's flood is such an example. Light slowed down to cause just the right frequencies for the rainbow. Genesis chapter 9, verses 12 through 17. At Nimrod's Tower of Babel, mankind lost the upper bandwidth to communicate. Genesis chapter 11, verse 7. Jesus himself told his disciples that they could get their upper bandwidth back. In John 16, 13, he said, quote, Jesus speaking, When he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, and he will show you things to come, end quote. Jesus is saying, quote, I want to show you your future. You can know my will and my plan for your life, although right now you don't have the upper bandwidth to see or observe it. But when the spirit of truth comes, 
He will give you the upper bandwidth to see things to come. In that sense, the Holy Spirit provides insight to our future. Here is a quantum leap for someone. If you know something coming from your future, let's say a vision, a revelation, a desire, even a creative idea, that information has to move faster than the speed of light to reach you. You can and must know your God-given assignment. Information flowing from your future possibilities waiting for you to see, to cause, to observe, and call those things that are not as though they are. The quantum leap of knowing your purpose and assignment is waiting as a God quiff for you to pop. Key number three is that matter is frequency being spoken by Jesus. When God spoke and all the frequencies of his glory became manifest, the cosmos became. From the tiniest vibrating superstring that is causing or singing the atoms that make up the table of 103 elements, all the way through everything that the Hubble telescope sees are the vibrating frequencies of Jesus' voice. Colossians 1, 16 and 17 says, quote, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and are on the earth, visible and invisible. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist, or exist, or are sustained, end quote. The phrase, he is before all things, means that he is outside of our time. Jesus said to John, the revelator, that he was and is the Alpha, beginnings, the Omega, the endings. Jesus is outside our concept of time in his eternal now and is causing all things to be. When we consider creation and all things eternal, our false concepts regarding time and matter limit our understanding. Receive the concept that Jesus is outside of our time and our calendar looking in. He is observing. He is sustaining all things in this nanosecond, one billionth of a second. He is singing the frequencies or vibrations of your body. If he didn't, you would dissolve. Your electrons, particles, subatomic structures are blinking in and out of existence. You think you are a solid object? Quantum mechanics has confirmed that all subatomic particles, the stuff you are made of, are blinking in and out of this reality. Enoch was walking so closely with God in the spirit that he, quote, was not, for God took him. Genesis 5, verse 24. Jesus simply stopped blinking Enoch into this realm. How close are you to Jesus Christ? How far away is your healing, your deliverance, or your miracle? He is close, for in him you live, move, and have your being. In the next nanosecond, he sustains you or sings your frequency set. Understand that your healing or miracle is within the next nanosecond. In the blink of a nanosecond, he can cause your healing. Observe your healing, your miracle, your deliverance, and be filled with all truth by observing the future God has for you. Take that quantum leap. When we understand that we are being created in Christ by his causing or by him singing our song, our intimacy with him will change. His voice of creation was not something he did 16 billion years ago, or as some would try to argue four and a half billion years ago. He's causing you now because the speed of light has slowed down, because we have our upper bandwidth back, and because he is sustaining us every nanosecond, the act of creation is happening now. Take your quantum leap into 
his eternal now. Key number four, all matter has memory. Your words are being recorded. As a scientist and inventor, I've developed many memory retrieval systems. In the 1970s, I developed a laser optical music system that could store musical sounds of musical instruments on silver oxide film and play the sounds back with keyboards using modulated light beams. I was amazed when I found in the last chapter of the book of Joshua, verse 27, that says, quote, And Joshua said unto all the people, Behold, this stone shall be a witness unto us, for it hath heard all the words of the Lord which he spake unto us. It shall be, therefore, a witness unto you, lest you deny your God, end quote. Was this Old Testament quantum physicist saying that matter has memory? Is this man who called for and observed the sun standing still in the heavens telling us that a stone is listening? This is the man who sounded a frequency that canceled the frequencies of matter of the lattice structure of the walls of Jericho, thereby dissolving their atomic structure with his sound and his song and their shout. Did this man say the rocks are listening? Jesus, Yahshua, New Testament said the same thing. Joshua said the stones could record, and Jesus said in Luke 19.40 that the stones could cry out. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 11 says, quote, For the stones shall cry out of the wall, and the beam out of the timber shall answer it. End quote. I came to understand that all matter has memory. The Bible says that matter can record and it will play back. How can these things be? As I studied both quantum theory and scripture, revelation from the Holy Spirit came. I learned that Gerald Feinberg, a physicist at Columbia University in New York City, named a certain subatomic particle that he found in Einstein's math after the Greek word tachyos, meaning swift. He called this superluminal, faster than light, particle a tachyon, T-A-C-H-Y-O-N. This particle moved faster than light. The tachyon is not looked upon very favorably by physicists because if tachyons can be proven to exist and anything that moves faster than light be found, scientists will have to explain how something can appear before its cause. For instance, if a scientific test was set up to look for this elusive faster-than-light tachyon and a computer started at 12 o'clock noon counting forward through a test sequence, the test result wouldn't be at 12.01 or later. It would show the effect before the cause at 11.59 or earlier. Scientists don't have computers that count backward and don't accept results that appear before the cause. But wait, two-thirds of your Bible got to mankind before the event or cause. All prophecy is the result of facts before an event. All creativity comes before the actual physical reality. What is a vision? What is a word of knowledge? It is seeing, knowing, getting information before the causation. There is no other source of creativity than the Holy Spirit. All truth comes to man through the only source of truth we have, and that is the precious Holy Spirit. When you see your future, you're getting information faster than the speed of light through a means of streaming superluminal particles. The barrier of light speed is bridged from this subluminal realm to the higher bandwidth of the superluminal realm of the Holy Spirit. Something like Gerald Feinberg's tachyons exist in all matter. It's just above or faster than the speed of light. We know it's there because we find the results of such in various facts. 
in the very fact of prophecy, or in the concept of words of knowledge, or even our Bible and its prophecy itself. These are proof that the potential and possibilities of future promises or future information is flowing to us. The superluminal tachyon-like connector exists. That faster-than-light particle in all matter receives and remembers or records photons that shine on matter as in the photoelectric effect. Modulated photons go into all matter, reside in the vortex of a superluminal faster-than-light particles, and knock electrons out. This photoelectric effect is how my modulated light musical instruments worked in the 1970s. That is how CD players and DVD players work now, modulated light. Today, it is not difficult to believe that matter has memory, because most of us have tiny memory sticks or memory cards that record or store information from our cameras and computers. Information flowing into matter and recalling it is commonplace. Photons from all light sources reflect from your body and off your belongings. Those information-carrying photons, modulated photons, go into all matter, including walls, your ring, and your watch. This information, even what we say and think, is modulated or moving through the connectedness of all atomic structures. This modulated photon goes in and electrons come out. Photoelectric effect. That is why Joshua said, This stone has heard, and so has your stuff. Every word, action, and deed done in the flesh has been recorded. This is where yesterday went. This is where yesterday is. It is all recorded in matter and someday will be played back. I believe this is how evil and curses reside in places or things. Even though matter has been recording everything, your prayer in the name of Jesus can take the effect of Christ's blood, his blood that is eternal, beyond time and cancel out all evil, sin, and past sin's memory from matter. Oh, that is a quantum leap for many. Take your quantum leap today. You can speak to and erase from places all curses and evil in Jesus' name. Have you fixed your past? Have you removed all curses? Have you blessed the things you own? Have you blessed your home, your office, car, belongings, money? What about your computer and phone? Are these things and places free from your past actions, words, and thought? You or someone else can speak a blessing or a curse on your things. Somebody is about to take a quantum leap. Key number five, seeing your future as God sees is quantum faith. Hebrews 11.1 1 says that faith is the substance. It is the invisible substance from which our physical world was and is being created by Jesus Christ. Annette Capps said, quote, God used faith substance and word energy to create the universe. I like that. He spoke in the vibration, sound, of his words released, caused, the substance that became the planets and the stars. God's future potential and all the promised possibilities consistently flow through the Holy Spirit into you. Noise on my circuit limits my ability to hear his voice and see his future and potential for me. The noise in my inner man is not always sin, but my noise can be my gift, my ability, even that special way I'm put together and wired. 
I can become so busy, so noisy, that I am out of phase with God's voice and His vision for me. As I get quiet and become still, I can hear and see what God's future is for my reality. Psalms 46.10 says, quote, Be still and know that I am God. End quote. My future comes from God's possibilities and potential. I pop God's quiff and my reality is. What an awesome quantum leap. Key number six, creating protected places. Is your home protected? When we understand that matter has memory, and every good or evil action, word, or thought is being recorded into matter, it is our responsibility to remove, purge, and release evil memory. I'm also talking about the evil memory that came to you through things you inherited. What about evil acts and words that were spoken over you, or evil artifacts that are in many homes and places? Imagine what evil is recorded in public places, courthouses, jails, even schools, and the stuff in those places. The Passover in the book of Exodus, chapter 12, is the story of a protected place. The blood of the Passover lamb was not put on the firstborn child. It was not applied to a person. Rather, the blood was put on the side post and upper door post of a place. Anoint your home, your office, your car, even public places in the name of Jesus. The Passover was an event where the children of God looked forward to their Messiah and His blood for deliverance and protection. By anointing your places and belongings, with oil in the name of Jesus, you can protect and connect our Savior's timeless blood over your places. Oh, what a quantum leap! Key number seven. Elswin teaching. That's where yesterday went and tomorrow comes from. Elswin is the title of my book. This is an interesting word. Elsewhere means over there, or a place out of town, or out there somewhere. Elsewhen is your consciousness out of time here and into God's upper bandwidth of cosmic consciousness there. It is to disconnect from things of this realm and become connected to ideas, vision, and input that come directly from your Savior, Designer, and Creator through the Holy Spirit. Elsewhen is the experience of knowing without having to learn or push yourself to know. It is to so behold Jesus himself that you comprehend the root of wisdom through the Holy Spirit. You herein, in this article, have come to understand that there is a non-physical reality from which the universe and everything in it flows. Jesus himself is causing your body, your spirit, everything you have to blink in and out of this reality. Light is slowing down and there is upper bandwidth and knowledge through the Holy Spirit, above the speed of light. All the things of life and their purpose for you and your assignment are frequencies being spoken by Christ himself into you at this very nanosecond. Matter has memory, and you can change everything that has been recorded by what you observe, by the words you declare, or by the curses you remove and release in the name of Jesus. You can create protected places by anointing with oil and speaking blessings with your words of faith. Where will you start? What quantum leaps have come up in your spirit just now? You have been given a new Elswin cosmic consciousness. Pop those God quiffs and cause your upper bandwidth to change your reality.